Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Boots of Whiskey podcast, a very special Friday episode. We don't do this ever. This is not something we've ever done. And you know what? I'm kind of liking how it's all going so far. Um, This is the first time we have ever released an episode to coincide with somebody's song. I think. I may be wrong, but this is the first time I remember it being such a such a big deal for us. Um, so I want to thank Jay Lee Gandy for being here with us today. I absolutely love the conversation we had together about, about our latest single that we're going to get into. It's also our song of the day today, um, which will be released later today, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, it will be, it will be out later. Um, so I want to thank, there's a, there's a lot of people to thank for this. Um, Shane Huston, thank you so much for, for bringing Jay Lee, uh, to me, Bobby Dixon. Thank you so much for getting these pieces put together without you. This episode wouldn't be happening. And I loved this conversation. Jay Lee is 17 year old, 17 years old from Texas. She has the voice of a very seasoned professional, the song that you're going to hear today is just absolutely fantastic. Um, again, I don't want to talk too much about it because she's going to talk a little bit about it. I want her to have that that thunder um, because it's so rightfully deserved. And, you know, I, I didn't make the song. I just talked to her about it. So, so without further ado, um, I really think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Jay Lee. She's probably the most polished interview we've ever had, um, or interviewee we've ever had. She was absolutely fantastic. It's almost like she went through training before before she came on the show, and maybe she has. And if she has, the, whoever has trained her has done one hell of a job. Um, I I want to thank uh, Jay Lee's parents for you know raising such a great person and such a humble person at at her age and for her talent thank you so much to you guys um so without further ado here's some messages from our sponsors as always and the conversation with jay lee i hope you enjoy it and we'll see you on the other side hey friends so like i keep telling and pushing you know my friend marissa owns the afterglow boutique right here in my hometown of Blackstone, Massachusetts. She has a shop. It's at 43 Main Street in Blackstone. Um, Her store hours can be found on her website if you're local. Go in there, support Marissa. She's the absolute catalyst to a lot of things. You know, her and I have been friends for forever. You know, we go way, way back. Um, You can find her stuff at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. If you go online and purchase anything, she is offering a 20% off discount to the Boots and Whiskey podcast um, listeners. Promo code is BOOTS, B-O-O-T-S. Put that in at checkout. 20% 20% off your entire order as long as you're a friend of this show. Go check her out again. 43 Main Street, right here in Blackstone. Go see Marissa. Tell her Jim at the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. 
you'll love her stuff. Great for moms, dads, girlfriends, sisters, whatever. Go check it out. You'll love it. I love it. I love her. Marissa, thank you so much. Go check out the Afterglow Boutique. Again, theafterglowboutique.com. 20% off at checkout using the promo code BOOTS. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about our friends Hogwash and Rhinestones. The owner over there, Ray, is an absolute sweetheart. She makes the best country vintage clothing you'll ever see in the entire world. Absolutely incredible stuff. Handmade stuff that you are like, wow. She's had people like Jody Messina wear her stuff. Caroline Cruz from 1025 here in Boston wear her stuff. Brett Young. All kinds of cool people, right? So if you go to her website, hogwashnrhinestones.com, you'll see everything. Facebook, Instagram, everywhere you can go. Go check it out, Hogwash and Rhinestones. You can email her at hogwashthreads at gmail.com. It's upcycled fashion design, wardrobe styling, closet disruption, hogwash and rhinestone gear. You can get everything you'd want from her right from there. Go check it out. Tell her Jim at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast sent you, and she'll take great care of you. Hello. Hi. I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. Awesome. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, you know, like I told you, you know, through text that this, this is about you. You know, I, I want you to tell us your story. I want you to, you know, tell us who you are, how you've gotten to where you are. I have some things that I'll interject here and there with, but for the most part, this is, this is your time to, to tell us who you are and what you're doing. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> no pressure. So it's, it, you know, if, <laughs> if it, if, you know, if it comes out terrible, it's on you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, who are you? I, my name is Jaylee Gandy. Um, I am born and raised in Lubbock, Texas. Um, I'm 17 years old. I um, go to school at Idaloo. Um, I'm very heavily involved in our FFA program. Um, through that, I stock show. So I show lambs. Um, but before that, I showed steers, which are cattle, for nine years. And then I showed uh, goats for a couple years, and now I'm into the lambs um, for two years, and then my senior year coming up. So, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to... No, you're fine. For those of us that are outside of Texas in this, and outside of the um, ever-present rodeo world on a daily basis, what, what do you mean by you show lambs? So I compete in livestock shows. So um, everyone has them, but around the state of Texas, we have jackpot shows. So they're during the summer and kind of going into the fall. And then in the spring, you show it in major shows. So um, so we have these lambs. Um, I got them in March, and I will have them pretty much until next March. Um, during that time, we kind of pamper them and gear them up and we basically compete with all the other people um at those livestock shows um it's you judge them based on a lot of things but it's kind of like um footing how they walk their muscle um definition just all kinds of things um and then in the spring we'll show them at our majors so those are our big shows and that's where you make the most money if you do good 
um, and basically you'll show them and then they're, they go on a truck and live their happy lives somewhere else. And then you start over. Wow. That's incredible. So you don't have them very long. Um, I have them for about a year, but, um, too short. If you ask me, I get attached very easily. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, so has this been something you've been doing your whole life? Yes. So I grew up on a, um, in a family of ranchers and farmers. We have, um, had about 30 head of cattle throughout my whole life. We, um, AI them, we breed them, and then we either sell off and take them to, um, one of the other ranchers for meat or um, we keep them or we just sell them at the auction house just to keep it going. Um, So I've done that my whole life. And then, yeah, so you start showing when you're in third grade. Wow. So, yeah, so either when you're nine or third grade. So I hit third grade first. So I've been showing, yeah, for a very long time. (laughs) That's awesome. That's It's incredible. Is this something like your parents did too? Is this like a is this like a family thing? Um, anyone can get into it, but yes, my parents both showed. My mom showed cattle her whole life, and then um, my dad showed pigs actually. So you can show any any um species. They show tech. Uh, they show cattle. They show so heifers and steers. Um, they show lambs, goats, pigs. You can show chickens, turkeys. You can show horses. It's just not in the FFA. Um, all kinds of things, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's really fascinating because I've never, you know, being, being New England-based, right? We don't have, you know, yeah, I'm sure we have that sort of thing, but it's not prominent around mm-hmm. here. You know, you may hear about it when it's, you know, it's fall and it's, you know, those sort of fall festivals around here. Definitely. Um, but that's it. You know, other than that, you know, it's those those sorts of things are few and far between around here. Yeah, Texas is really competitive in that. So like the fall festivals that you're talking about, those are kind of middle of the road with our projects. Um, we compete there, but it's not really the end for us. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of middle. And then we take them on to bigger um, major livestock shows, which is like San Antonio, Houston, um, Austin, San Angelo, all kinds of things. So do you do it pretty primarily in Texas or do you go all, all, all over the country? I stay in Texas. Um, yeah. That's where I just, I like it better. But I have some friends that go nationally and do that um, as well. That's awesome. That, like, I'm like, I see my face because like, I'm like, I'm so <laughs> enthralled with this. You know, I've recently got into the whole, you know, rodeo scene and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know it's a little, it's way different than what you're doing, but, um, you know, it, it's fascinating to me to see that lifestyle, you know, and I think, yeah. I think what shows like Yellowstone, it's also bringing that sort of lifestyle into the more popular culture. So I think it's, you know, it's probably, you're probably in it at the right time before it really mm-hmm. explodes nationwide. Yeah, it's incredible. And it, it teaches you so much, um, just like anything. But I mean, you learn responsibility. You learn that, like, those animals eat before I do. Like, if they don't have food yeah. on the plate, then I'm not going to have it on mine. You know, it's it teaches you a ton of responsibility starting at the age of nine and even sooner. I mean, it's really crazy, but it's an amazing opportunity. 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you say that about the animals eating before you did, because, you know, my mm-hmm. grand, my grandfather, the house I live in used to be a farm and mm-hmm. um, my grandfather raised cows and um, pigs and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, when he was still alive, he used to tell stories like that, where it was like, you know, the animals always came first. Yes, definitely. They always do. And my family is such an animal loved family. We we're just all about it. So yeah yeah so so for people that don't know where lubbock texas is how would you explain it (laughs) it's in the middle of nowhere actually (laughs) we have nothing green at the moment because it is so dry in west texas it's terrible um the only thing that's green are evergreen trees and they stay green 24 7 around the clock so um it's flat as a fritter so if you look out, you can probably see forever. Um, we have the best sunsets, but really, I mean, it's a great town, but yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere. And you're pretty much smack dab in the middle, if if my geography is right, please I'm wrong, but you're like almost in the middle between Amarillo and what, Midland, Odessa, that area? Um. Yes. So like yeah. we're, so Fort Worth, we're about four hours from, um, Amarillo is two um, Midlands to, yeah, we're kind of in the middle, pretty centrally located. Yeah. So like the biggest major, major, major city to you would be, would be Fort Worth or are you closer to, you know, time-wise more like Albuquerque? Oh no, definitely Fort Worth. Okay. Yes. Yes. Definitely Fort Worth. So when you want to go to the Fort Worth, Dallas area, like you have to plan it. It's not just a let's get in the car and go kind of thing. (laughs) Yes. If it's a day trip, it's a long day. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's funny you say that, you know, because where you are, you know, if you're driving four hours to Fort Worth, right? Mm -hmm. So just to give you a perspective, I am in southern New England. I'm in Massachusetts, right in between. You know, I'm about an hour south of Boston and about 25 minutes, half an hour north of Providence, Rhode Island. So if I drive four hours, right, I'm... Mm-hmm. You're in another state. <laughs> I'm in the middle of Jersey. Yes. You know, so like just to give people that perspective, it's it's unbelievable. You know, oh, because Texas it's, is huge. Yeah. We can yeah. drive um, down to Houston and it's, it's a nine hour drive. And yeah. It's still in Texas. I mean, right, right. It's if it's I, incredible. If I drive nine hours south, right? Let's say if I drive nine hours south, I'm in Washington mm-hmm. D.C. Yeah, it's an, it's insane how it how big Texas is. Yeah, and you don't think about it until you go. Like, um, we had a summer vacation a couple years ago to, um, like Alabama shores, like Gulf Shores, right in the yeah. middle of Alabama and Florida. Well. We're sitting there, and it took us longer to get out of Texas than to get to, like, the rest of the trip. I mean, it was, like, 11 hours outside of, like, in Texas, and then the other seven were going across three states. So, incredible. (laughs) You know, and it's funny. We have a joke around here where, like, if you drive through Connecticut, you know, from, Mm -hmm. like, where I live, to drive through Connecticut is about three hours, you know, just to get to New York City. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're like, oh, my God, it's so far away. Yeah, I would never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's insane. Right. It's huge. Yeah, that's incredible. So, you know, now we're at this point where, you know, we've, we're talking about you and your background and what, you, what you're currently doing. But how does, the, how does the music portion of it come into play? When did that all start for you? 
Um, when I was about seven, so we have a local theater in town. It's called the Cactus Kids. Um, if you ever heard of Avery and the Calico Hearts, yeah, um, yeah. So they're from the Cactus, and so um, I started there when I was about seven. Um, we had pretty much quarterly little shows, and then we did a big Christmas show that was two nights maybe it was a long time ago but um we did that and it was it was insane it they put on some really good christmas shows and we had the beatles and all kinds of throwback shows and it was so fun um and i did that for about six years and then um i actually started singing the national anthem so i when i was around seven probably two I got asked to sing the national anthem at the post stampede rodeo. So it's kind of like mm, 45 minutes away from my house. And we knew one of the directors there and he was like, can Jaylee sing the national anthem? And my mom was like, sure, it can't be that hard. Like she doesn't know it, but we'll learn it. (laughs) I had a week to learn it. And (laughs) let me tell you, those are the hardest eight, eight maybe lines that I've ever had to learn, but I started singing there and I sang that three nights in a row at the post rodeo. And then it just rocketed from there. And now I sing everywhere. Um, Texas tech is. in, And so I sing at baseball, basketball, volleyball, soccer, um, softball, all kinds of their events. I sing at all kinds of rodeos. Um, those major stock shows that I was singing at, I sing the national anthem there. Um, it's insane. I, I love the national anthem. That's probably my favorite thing to sing actually. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So this kind of, I don't want to say it started on a whim, but like, you know, Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I had always like, I had always sang, obviously, like I had a little microphone and I would sing and give my family shows at Christmas and all of that stuff. But I never really sang anywhere outside of my bedroom and living room until I was around seven. And from there, it got crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, are you looking to make, are you trying, are you looking to catapult this music thing to, to be something bigger? I mean, because you've got some, you know, you've got some pretty major players in your corner. I'm not sure if you, you know, how how aware of that you are <laughs> um i i think that it would be incredibly cool to get big and make it but um and obviously that's everyone's dream that puts out a song or even just goes and sings gigs like i do around lubbock i mean everyone dreams of that but to be quite honest with you if i reached just a couple people that it made a difference in their lives or they understood the lyrics and it it worked out I would be okay I like I want to make it big and that's obviously my dream to sing at the Opry one day but I think I would be happy knowing that it just affected a couple of people if that was my case that's awesome I mean you must have something going for you because you know (laughs) the 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 people that I've talked to about you and to get you on this show you know they they say nothing but great things about you and you know they they really come from a place in this industry where Mm -hmm. you know they could really take you places 
Yes, I have some wonderful people. Um, my manager Shane, he's incredible. I I don't even think I know half of the things that he does for me, but um, I'm very grateful for everyone that's helped me along the way and for my people in my future. I mean, I just I'm I was very fortunate and lucky to meet the people that I have met today, and I hope it continues. Now, how did you meet? How did you get into this this circle with Shane and and his team? Well, so for a couple of years now, my mom, she was, I call her my momager. I mean, that's basic, but she definitely is. Like, she, she would just randomly, like, I'd look on her phone and I'd just be snooping, you know, for like Christmas presents or something like that. And I'd just look on her Instagram and she'd have, she'd sent like all of these DMs to like Miranda Lambert and like Carrie Underwood and like, hi, my daughter sings, like, is there any opportunities? Just, you know, stuff like that. And um, somehow she found Shane. I think she just was like DMing random people on Instagram and she found <laughs> Shane. And she, I, we just kind of connected. It's it's all because of Paige, but um, it was crazy. And then we got the ball started from there. That's, you know, that's great. Because, you know, I, I love that story because there's so much um, – there is so much that social media does right, mm-hmm. you know, and it's stories like this that I absolutely, you know, love. Oh, me too. I would have never known or have even seen Shane. I mean, he lives in, not na- na- uh, not Nashville. He lives in LA. So like, it's just all of the people that you can connect with. I mean, I know it has its up and downs, but all of the people that I've been able to connect with um, and like, like you, especially with stuff like this, like over social media and stuff like that, I can connect with you and do this podcast. Whereas without it, I would be in a hole. So, yeah, I mean, right. You know, and like the same thing with me, you know, if it wasn't for Instagram and Facebook and, you know, everything Mm -hmm. that goes with it, like this would be nothing. This would be absolutely nothing, you know, and especially with people, you know, you you know people that are coming up the rank that you know need need a voice because I think it's important that you have one yeah I completely agree so so now you know you have this thing going on you know you you have a song coming out you know when this when this episode airs it'll be the same time that your song comes out so I was actually lucky enough to, or fortunate enough to have heard Hand Me Downs. <laughs> so I want to hear your take on it because I loved it. And Thank you. I, I don't want to <laughs> sound like that person, but if I didn't, you wouldn't be on the show. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's incredible, especially for, you know, your first song, you know, somebody that doesn't <clears throat> have a huge long history you know in Mm -hmm. this industry you know how did how did this song come about is this an old song is this a song that was pitched to you how did that all how did this all come together no so um I got the pleasure of riding with Honey County um a couple times I'd say was it last year yeah last year and so we had written a couple just songs the first song that we wrote um the first zoom I had ever been on with them we literally wrote a song in less than an hour and we were just sitting there and we were like well we have nothing else to do you know so um we decided to do it again and love them um so good and 
somehow we were just talking about like my life and everything that's come about um and something was said about hand-me-downs and we were all like oh my gosh that would be a great song and so we actually um just cranked one out just um wrote whatever we were thinking and then um we actually Shane actually found a lady named Deanna and her husband Rick and they I got on a zoom with Deanna and I started telling her my story and she was like oh my gosh and so she came back this is kind of funny she came back with a completely different song like different melody um different song and so I was at first I was taken aback I was like oh my gosh like this is not what I wanted. Like, we were just going to fine tune it. Um, it was just a complete shock. And so um, I started listening to it. And she had taken my whole life story and put it in a song. And, like, every word you hear in that song is completely 110% true. Um, and you can see that in the music video as well. Everything is true. Everything is my life. Like, we didn't even have to fake one word of it. It was just... It was just incredible how it played out. And so I got in touch with a producer and we went and recorded it and then it snowballed from there. Like it just kept getting bigger and better and everyone um, started helping out. So that's awesome. Now, now, so this show, you know, I, I kind of pride myself on pushing the envelope with this show and, (laughs) you know, asking questions that, you know, Uh other news outlets would never ask in a million years. Now, so get ready for this one because it's a it's a good one. Okay, I'm ready. The way the way this song is today, you know, here we are, you know, while we're talking for people that are listening, you know, we're about I don't know what, 2 weeks away from release date. Yes, just about. Um you know, I've heard the song, you've heard the song, you know, your team has heard the song. Would you change any of the song? the way it is now now that it's kind of out there and ready to ready to go honestly no I I feel like it's very me and I I just I love the fact that I can sit here and say to you that everything is true um because I feel like a lot of the artists either don't have the pleasure of saying that or like you know it's just it's an incredible thing to put out a song but honestly every word is true and I love that and I love the melody and um I it was a bumpy road getting here um with the whole song change and everything but I realized that it's even more my song now because it's more in depth and it's more me um I just hope people can relate to it since it is so specified towards me but yeah but you know what that's I think that's the beauty of music is even though it is you know it is specific to you Mm -hmm. you're I think you're going to be surprised how many people reach out and say you know what Jay Lee this I feel like you wrote this song for me, you know, and I yes, think I really song, hope so. <laughs> absolutely. And, and this song has that potential. I, I, you know, I, I can hear it. I can feel it. You know, you, mm-hmm. you sing it from a place that it's like you said, you know, this is you. And mm-hmm. if you keep doing that throughout your career, you're going to, you're going to blow people away. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Absolutely. Now. So we have this song coming out. You know, now that when people are listening to this, you know, it's it's either out now or it's coming out this week. Um, do you have other things lined up or are you going to kind of see how this goes? What What's the plan? 
Um, I think once this is out, I will probably either have another song written or about to be written. I don't, I'm not in a rush. Um, I'd like to see how this one plays out, but I mean, I have a couple songs behind me and that are just not recorded and, um, I have a couple ideas and a couple rights lined up, so probably slow it down just a tiny bit, but still keep the momentum if hopefully fingers crossed if hand me downs goes really well yeah i mean i I don't see why it wouldn't you know I really don't you know because I'm assuming that it's gonna be released through all of the all of the channels spotify apple yes. you know the, the yes, whole nine yards now did you guys do are you guys doing a like a pre save campaign or Yes. Um, so, well, by the time this airs, the pre right. will be um, ready. will be over, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are doing a pre-save. Um, and, yeah. I, I don't awesome. really know much about that. Shane's kind of the no, brains behind that yeah, part. Yeah, no, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna ask Shane, and I'm sure everybody is going to be... have seen it already. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to throw it out there for you, too, to, for people to, to go and get it before, before it comes out. Yeah, definitely. That would be great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So now, you know, you're in Texas. How many times now in this whole process have you gone back and forth to Nashville? I've actually gone to Nashville three times in my whole life, and two of them were this past year. Um, we went last summer, and I actually met Shane in person for the first time. We had been doing Zoom calls because of covid yeah. Um. And we, I kind of just like got the feel of the land out there, and um, I had been there before, but it, I was little, and so I didn't remember much. Um, I will say I did hate it at first because being from Texas and especially Lubbock, like I like to see my surroundings, and so we're on the interstate driving to like, um into Nashville and I cannot see a thing there's just trees everywhere (laughs) I'm about to have a heart attack but um so we met Shane that summer and I got to meet Savannah Kyes and Maggie Baugh and we filmed a couple short little videos there that Maggie helped me with and then we left and I, I actually I played at a hotel I think it was the Cambria with Savannah Kyes Mm-hmm. And then we left, and then the next time I came back, I recorded hand-me-downs with um, the producer. So, yeah, just, I haven't been there much. And then Shane actually came down here for the music video, but other than that, nothing. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, but, calls. but you know what? In today's day and age, you know, you really don't, you don't need to go to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I know, I know people don't like to hear that and stuff, but it's, if you have what it takes, and I think you really do, especially with, again, especially with the team that you have over there, mm-hmm. you know, Nashville is going to find you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to make a big enough splash and a big enough, big enough noise that you won't be able to be ignored. That's what I got told. Um, the first time I went, or the second time I went to Nashville this past summer, it, I was talking to Savannah and she was like, you know what? I got signed. I came here. I wasn't even 16. Mom had to stay with me for a year and drive me around because I didn't have my license. And she said, I just wish I would have taken it slower because it just tumbled. And I think that really helped to hear artists' point of view. And especially that it had come to Nashville really early because, I mean, I'm 17 now, so I could pack up and move. But 
I mean, I'm in high school and I want to be a senior and uh, right. I need to finish out my stock show career. And um, I don't know. I just, I feel like Texas has such a big music scene, especially Lubbock. Um, we're in the middle of nowhere, but it's crazy. I sing at pizzerias and country clubs and parties and events. We actually had the Bellamy Brothers come to Lubbock for a fundraising event and I got to sing the national anthem there and gigs all around these small little towns and farmers market I mean it's crazy the amount of opportunities I have here and so I think where I'm at right now will be all right for a little while yeah absolutely you know and you just you you take it as it comes you know like you said you're young you have plenty of you have plenty of time you know I know it's easy to say right what, what do you <laughs> When I know when I was 17, I was like, oh, my God, you know, I don't have enough time. But, you know, Mm -hmm. you do. You have so much time. You have such a talent that you can nurture and, you know, treat, you know, Mm -hmm. treat like a baby. You know, you can build it into whatever you want it to be. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Now, so what else about you should should we know? Like how, you know, how does how does all this play together? What is your, you know, what what do you really other than taking your time, you know, obviously you, you know, you want to be a big breakout, which, you know, I think you can be now. Mm-hmm. What do you have a backup plan? If, if this doesn't go, you know, the way you're hoping, are you going to stick? Would you stick with, you know, showing showings or are, do you have other aspirations? <laughs> um. So, Fun fact, I like to do a little of everything. So um, I sing, I talk show, but I'm also um, in a, well, this past year, I took a health science theory class, which is like a um, prereq for a patient care technician class through my school. So when I graduate, I will be a patient care technician, a licensed one. And so I'll be, go, be able, if I wanted to, to go straight into the hospital and work wow, as a patient you. care technician and then move up in the rankings as I go out throughout school. Um, so I have that path that I'm probably going to stick with until graduation, just so I have that as an avenue. But then I mean, I'll always sing. I think I'll always sing the national anthem and play gigs if it were to not work out, um, which singing the national anthem I would be perfectly fine with. Um, (laughs) I always say it's like three minutes and then I get to live my best life, you know, (laughs) free tickets to everything, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, I walk down by like the bareback riders at rodeos. I mean, it's just, it's just nice. But, um, and then my mom is a realtor, so um if anything I would definitely love to get into that as well because I just think it's so fun to be nosy and like go into people's houses and like <laughs> yeah. sell them um but yeah I I think I have a lot of avenues that I could take my life down but I'm sticking with this as long as I can that's awesome that's so incredible I I love what you're doing I think you know you're you're here but you know I talk to a lot of people and you know I've talked to people that are in your in your shoes early in their careers I've talked to people that are you know have been in their careers for you know decades but I gotta I gotta say you you are so well polished and informative and just such a sweetheart to talk to that I you know from 
for me doing this show all this time, all this time, for the past year, like, you've been an absolute pleasure to talk to, and I thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you. I I have to give it to my family. I'm, I was raised pretty good, so. Yeah, oh, you know, and it shows, it shows, you know, your your family has done a hell of a job, and, you know, oh, give, you. Give, give them my kudos for that. Now, <laughs> I definitely are you, are you an only child, or do you have siblings in this game? Oh, no, unfortunately, I have a brother. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but he's my little brother, and he's taller than me. He's three and a half years younger. I mean, he's he's a pretty good kid. He's just he actually um hates the stock show scene. He doesn't like it. When he was little, we got him to show a steer and he looked like he was about to die in the ring. Like just had this face of like ultimate oh. disgust on his face. And so he walked out and he was like, "Guys, you know I could die out there, right?" And we were <laughs> like, "Um, <laughs> okay you don't have to do it so he's more into baseball um he he's on a travel team so we go all over for him and then football and all kinds of sports so that's awesome that's awesome so so you get a little bit of balance at home where he's yeah he's got the he's got that aspect and you have have this yes I'm glad um I'm really glad that my parents had him for the sports aspect because I'm not athletic to save my life. I mean, <laughs> I tripped over a pole and broke my arm in two places when I was like 11 or 12. So, like, I'm just a walking accident. Oh, boy. The bench got warm enough. So I finally, they let me quit basketball my sophomore year. But, oh, I'm. it's really good that we have two separately different paths. That's awesome. That's yes. so great. Now, um, you know, I, I promised everybody that I wouldn't keep you forever. And, um you know, I, you've given me so much that I don't know where to go from here. You know, usually, <laughs> usually, you know, some of these conversations are like pulling teeth where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, give me, give me something more. But <laughs> you've, you've been fantastic. And I love it. Love, love, oh, love thank it. Thank you. Now, you know, we usually, you know, I told you I don't have any um, questions in advance. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I don't, I, I hate doing that. Um, but because we are the Boots and Whiskey podcast, you know, I, I always ask about Boots and I ask about Whiskey. Obviously, you know nothing about Whiskey. So Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> not, not a... You not in, know what it in looks all like. caps, nothing. Nothing. That's right. Especially <laughs> especially when your parents listen to this. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Correct. But with that being said, you're, you're a Texan. You have to have... Um, what what what's the what's the politically correct term? Would you would it be cow girl boots or is it still cowboy boots? <laughs> I just call them boots. I, they okay. The cow Perfect. the cowgirl slash cowboy term kind of gets to me. Um, just is, is there a story behind that? Because now now I'm curious. <clears throat> oh no! I just feel like I feel like it's had such a spin lately. I mean, anywhere that anyone that wears a hat is a cowboy, and that just my both of my grandparents um both of my grandpas were absolute like dream cowboys like lived on a ranch like yeah you their best like sunday best is starch jeans boots a long sleeve button up and a hat and that's always how it was and the best role models and i used to grow up and be like i want nothing but that like (laughs) if my boyfriend doesn't come to church (laughs) and boots starch jeans long sleeved buttoned down in a hat like I might fall over dead um I just had such a good impression of what a good cowboy looks like 
Um, no, but I ride horses. Um, fun fact. That's another thing that I do. Um, we, so could go I, on, we could go all night with all the, all the extracurriculars you do. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. I have, I have a crazy life. But I used to show um, horses through the 4-H. So, like, the reining and cutting. Um, it's not barrel racing. I used to do that. But I didn't like the mind of the horse. Um, <laughs> they are a little hot-headed for me. But... So I did like the reining and cutting. So it's more of patterns and working with cattle, um, like a ranch horse type thing. Yeah. And so I showed them and I still have my reining horses. And um, that's what me and my grandparents did. Me and my grandpa, we were horse buddies. So um, you'll see in the music video, actually, um, I'm riding I'm riding a horse in at the Post Stampede where I sing the national anthem, actually, um, for the first time. And... Well, I still do it, but, um, yeah, and I still, I still ride horses as much as I can. It's not as often as I would like to, but, um, yeah, I do all kinds of things. So usually my boots have spurs on them, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> now, what, br- what brand? Do you have a preference? Oh, definitely quarter horse. Um, okay. I will not stay from anything else, but I have two red roan mares. So if you look them up, well, obviously, mares, that just says anything you need to know. We don't get along sometimes, but um, I have two red roan mares. So they're kind of like a red strawberry color, and they have, like, red hair. And then I have a gray horse. His name is Badger. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. – God, I love it. I, you know, I can't, I can't believe – how this conversation has gone because you know like i said like the, a lot of these you know especially when it's you know you know new artists up, mm-hmm. up and coming like they don't know what they don't know what they're doing and i that's no disrespect to anybody yeah you know it's just this, this is a big industry there's a lot mm-hmm. of things happening at once that you know i'm sure and you know you're getting pulled this way that way up down <laughs> completely side, you, know? <laughs> you know you don't even i'm sure there's days where you're like what what day is it? I'm like, oh, can it be like Sunday? <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Um, you know, I can't. I honestly can't thank you enough for being here, and I can't wait for the to get this out there for you for when the song comes out, and you know, for for your audience and my audience to to hear your story because I think it's a great one, and you know, I'm really excited for you, and I'm really excited you are you are here tonight with me. I, I can't thank you enough. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to do this. So, uh, absolutely, uh, I'm and, very know, grateful for you. I, oh no, I'm grateful for you because, like I said, without you, I I don't I have you know I'm <laughs> talking to myself again, and I definitely don't want to go back to doing that. Um, <laughs> well, I do but, that anyway. So <laughs> yeah, right. So you know, for your team, I don't know if you've met. My, she's become a dear friend of me, but um, if you get the chance to or get a get able to talk to her reach out to Bobby Dixon because she is absolutely fantastic. I know she's working with Shane now. Um, She will literally be your biggest supporter and your bestest of friend in this entire thing. (laughs) And she's so genuine. And she was actually the one that got me introduced to Shane and that's how I got to you. So, you Mm -hmm. know, without Bobby, you know, this, this conversation isn't happening. That's awesome. Well, I will be sure to thank her. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, Jaylee, thank you so much for being here. I'm, I'm sure you have, you know, piles of, oh no, it's summer vacation. You don't have homework. <laughs> um, 
but I'm sure you have other things to do. Thank you so much for taking some of your precious time with me tonight. Anytime. And I look, I look forward to, uh, to talking with you soon. And, you know, ev- as your career grows and anything that comes out, you know, please, you know, feel, you know, I follow you on Instagram, you know, feel free to reach out and we'll, we'll send it out there for you. Absolutely. Awesome. I will. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have a great evening. Thank you again so much. T- tell, tell your family and your parents, you know, thank you for raising such a sweetheart and oh, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to go places for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. It. Absolutely. Now, this is probably my favorite announcement I'll probably ever make. Now, we have teamed up with BeatsBeersBonfires.com. Again, BeatsBeersBonfires.com. I keep putting an S on the beers. I don't know. Maybe it's because I want several. But they're a blog. They talk about country music. They talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, We're going to start adding on to their website in a partnership with them, Beats Beer Bonfires. Boots and Whiskey Podcast is coming to Beats Beer and Bonfires as well in our own blog. Every Thursday, you're going to get a new take from me. Um, my opinion about something in the country music world or the like. We're going to put some opinion on this show coming up here soon. I hope you enjoy it. I'll try not to offend anybody. There might be some hot takes in there, some, you know, some language and whatnot. So, you know, viewer, <laughs> viewer beware. But Beats Beer Bonfires, we're going to start actually this Thursday. Thursday Thoughts with the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Go check them out. We'll post it on our socials. They'll post it on theirs. We'll see you Thursday. Cheers. All right, guys, we can't forget about Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, right? They've been with us since the beginning. They have all kinds of great stuff. You can go to their website, drsupplyco.com. Again, drsupplyco.com. They're a Canadian-based company. They have great stuff. The hat I wear all the time is Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. Go on there. Check out their stuff. They have a great shop. They have everything there. Um you know, if you're in the States, do allow a little bit of time to, to come in because it's going across, you know, international lines. You know, they have some great stuff. Mike's a great guy. There's so much. You don't even want to, you don't even want to miss this opportunity. So go check them out. Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. They are on our Instagram all the time. The hat I wear all the time is from them. Go check them out. Go check out Mike and company. DRSupplyCo.com. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Jay Lee Gandy. I want to thank everybody that has never listened to the show before for coming by and, and taking a listen. This young lady is, you know, and I said it a lot of times in, in the conversation. I kept keep listening to the uh, the song that was being released today that, you know, I got a couple of weeks ago now. And, like, it blows my mind. It absolutely, positively blows my mind that this young lady is really just starting this out professionally you know she's saying she's been singing for years but professionally i i got no words i got no words i got no words she is an absolute sweetheart she's an absolute star or she's going to be anyway and i really can't thank everybody involved enough and for those of you that have never been here before thank you so much check us out on instagram facebook twitter youtube you you name it we're there um we're on IMDb now, so Jay Lee will be will have an IMDb credit, so that's that's pretty cool for her. Um, 
and th- yeah, that's really it, guys. You know, thank you so much for being a part of this special Friday episode. Um, again, I, I like this. I like how we did this. And I th- we're still going to have our regular Tuesday episode coming up. Um, I know it's a lot of episodes in one, but, you know, it just sometimes you sometimes you do what you got to do for, for, you know, people that appreciate it. And uh, to Jay Lee and her team, I know they appreciate it. So I appreciate them and anything I can do for them is, is what I'll do. So really, without further ado, thank you all so much. I can't thank you enough. You know, go check out all of our, our socials, like us, follow us. Um, you know, there's something there for everyone. I hope you enjoyed our blog from yesterday, the top 10 independent country female artists, according to me. Um, you know, I, I've i missed people, um, you know, maybe on purpose. I don't know. Maybe not. They were just all my thoughts and opinions on the top 10 that were to me. Um Unfortunately, Jay Lee didn't make this round, but Jay Lee's brand new. She's gonna be God. I'm telling you, she's gonna be a, she's gonna be in that one, two, three spot. I bet you in the next year. So, without further ado, you know, I know I've said that now a few times, but thank you all so much. And wrap this up here. Until next time, guys. Keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>